0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 for Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my partner and co host, Brian Flesh. Hey! So, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something more. I, I,
1: I tell you, I am so amped up for Bears football, Tyler. I can hardly stand it. We're just three days away, and it's it's killing me. I, I Football has got to start.
0: Yeah, so I think we should address before we get into football, like, listen, we didn't come on and break down the draft or anything like that, because I just think the draft is bullshit. I mean, it's not bullshit, but it's kind of bullshit. We don't know what the... I mean, what are we going to do? Tell you everything that you've already heard twice over? That's my thing. Like, your takeaway is, here, let me pump you full of knowledge about a kid who's never even taken a snap in the NFL, and you've probably already heard before from Mel Kiper and Todd McShay. Let me tell you my point of view from it, and that's why I don't think we did it. I
1: I just think people need to hear that a kid that hasn't played in the NFL... Don't they want to hear one more time about how he's going to be belong to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, let's, let's do that one more time. Put one more kid into the Hall of Fame when he hasn't thrown a football, even, yeah. hasn't caught a football, nor has he ran a yard.
0: I mean, it's kind of hard to get. Oh, excuse me, shit.
1: Holy cow. Don't put us to sleep, buddy.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, the draft talk is putting me to sleep. Well, all right,
1: let's, let's get but on I with do, the other I, good stuff.
0: I do want to address some things here. Um, since we started with the draft, there's some off-season action that happened that we didn't talk about and we need to talk about. And right now, we're going to talk about it. And one of those being is we no longer have Jordan Howard on our team. He is now officially a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. I think he'll play a role in Philly. Okay, that's not the part I want to discuss. I wanted to discuss, we have been on Ryan Pace's ass for a long time. That trade was the biggest load of bullshit I have ever heard in my life. Just to sum it up, guys, we got a fifth-round pick for Jordan Howard, who we drafted in the fifth round and turned into a pro bowler. And on top of that, what pisses me off is Duke Johnson Jr. of the Browns wants to get out of Cleveland, who is not a pro bowler, who's never really had any, like, what, what's he had? Like, maybe seven starts in his career? Maybe? Maybe. Never, never been a lead back ever. They, okay, yeah, exactly. And then the, he, the Browns trade him to Houston, and they get a third-round pick. That's called
1: RGM, wheeling and dealing again.
0: No, it's it, it needs to be discussed because it's bullshit, and I'm tired of Ryan Pace, and I'm tired of these stupid... How do you draft a guy in the fifth round? What hurts if we don't even trade him? What is the point of trading him? It, it wasn't really... I,
1: I, you know, they keep saying he didn't fit into Matt Nagy's offense, so... Okay, if he doesn't fit, how about you get something for a Pro Bowler? Yeah, but I'm, we did not
0: exactly. I'm fine with it. He doesn't fit. I kind of disagree a little bit. I think they just didn't want to use him in certain ways, but that's neither neither here nor there. What I want to talk about is we need to talk more about this trade and how it doesn't make any sense. Like what? What do you think of it? Like I can't because I can't fathom. A, I I
1: I could not figure out why we let a pro bowler go? I mean, so often in the NFL, you are hoping that maybe one or two of your picks becomes a pro bowler kind of player. That's what you're really hoping for, that they really contribute to the team each year, and then you build a great base and foundation. Well, we already had a pro bowler in Jordan Howard, and to give him away for that price was just absolutely pathetic, but I can tell you some other trades that I'm also not real keen on.
0: Well, I want to talk, let's talk, because that's what we're here for. Well,
1: okay, first of all, um, there's a guy by the name of Mike Glennon. You might, if you've been watching Hard Knocks, oh. you might have seen him on Hard Knocks at this point in time. Um, he's now kind of like the backup quarterback for the Raiders. No,
0: they chose Peterman over him. No,
1: Peterman just got put on IR, buddy. What? They, are, they Peterman's off. They, they actually have Glennon backing up. This car, right now, as we speak. Okay, but that doesn't matter. So, So here's what what matters. What matters is that he simply wasn't any good, and we gave how many millions of dollars to him? We gave him
0: him 23 million guaranteed. Let's talk, but you're not, you're skipping over a lot of stuff. Like, you're skipping over the fact if you've watched Hard Knocks, he has guys open in the end zone, Mike Glennon overthrowing, John Gruden going nuts. This is who our GM thought would be the leader of our team. And then for some unknown reason, we jump up after paying him $23 million, We jump up in the draft and get Trubisky. Doesn't make any sense. Still doesn't make sense. It, it, whether, it, whether you like Trubisky or not, we're not even arguing that. We're not even saying that, oh, you know, well, good thing he jumped up and got Trubisky. I'm saying, why even Glennon in the first place?
1: Well, you ready for me to throw more kerosene on this fire? Yes. How about the name Trey Burton and what he cost?
0: Oh, my God. Again, Trey Burton. What has he done all year? Uh, he, currently, he's uh,
1: looks like he's injured again and may not even start he, this Thursday night against the Packers.
0: He ta- but he talks such a big game. The only thing he ever fucking did... Was the Philly special? This dude sucks. Okay, he is no Greg Olson. We we lost that a long time ago. But that should be our standard. Okay, yeah. and we're, we're not living up to it by going and plucking the third string tight end for multi million dollar contracts because he did a, uh the Philly special and beat the help beat the Patriots in the Super hey, Bowl.
1: And and we love our Bears. We're not being hard now because we just don't don't like these players. We don't players. need to
0: justify ourselves I, 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 I just
1: I just want to say that these guys just have simply so disappointed, and have we've spent so much money and lost so much capital, and our GM continues to have the halo effect around his head. I don't get it. He's not an angel. He makes some really 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 bad picks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I think Trubisky's a bad pick, and I think that...
1: Well, we, we disagree there. I think he's an average pick, and that's my issue. That he's an average pick. You can't pick. say that. He's do, an,
0: do you want us to bring he, up past... We can fill it in, you know, we yeah. can have Tim edit in where you talked shit about him last year. Because all it is right now is you... Are too excited about football and you're not thinking of you all the letdown that he gave you last year. You you said sir, and he you said, I am not wearing his jersey anymore. And now you're like, well, he's average. Take yeah, a stand.
1: I, I, I did say that. And <laughs> and uh, I will I will admit that I I still say overall he is average and has he let me down? Yes, sir. I he has let cool. me down.
0: Okay, but well, I haven't
1: given up on him completely. Okay,
0: but regardless of what you think of him, it was stupid to move up to get him in the draft. It was, oh yeah, we we're, moved we're, up we're, one we're, place and we're we both gave in, away a lot of a lot for one place positioning. Yeah, I, we're both in agreement with that. Well, John Lynch laughed at us. He said that was stupid. He goes, "We were never going to, we weren't gunning for him. He wasn't
1: even on our board. That was just uh, the justification for going early in gravity. That's all that was. Just rationalization and justification."
0: Well, I mean, it, it just shows how stupid our GM is, though, and and that's what we're talking about here, and that's what came full circle. How do you not know what you're doing in the off season? Because he didn't know what he was doing. He he, I, I felt like he hit the panic button. Oh, we we'll go sign Mike Lennon. Oh oh, wait this this Mitchell Trubisky guy who already declared for the draft. Like, we that's my thing, right? You have that high of a pick, like how late notice was it that they were going to go get Trubisky? Oh man, e- extremely. That's what I'm saying. Is he not talking to people? Like, and <laughs> it's it's the equivalent of like this year playing fantasy football, right? It's, this is the exact same thing. You're playing fantasy football. You log on to the draft five minutes before. You have no idea what's going on. You quickly panic. You have the third pick of the draft, and you go with Ezekiel Elliott, who's probably going to hold out all year. Ah, uh, yeah. That's what he did. No. He goes, wait, I got I got this Mike Glennon guy, and I'm, I'm going to pay him a lot of money. And, oh, 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 whoa, Trubisky, oh, got to get him, got to get him. Yeah. What's going on? You don't even need to jump up. You don't even need to jump up. And I don't even care if we talk about this a lot on the podcast because it's the dumbest thing and no one talks about it. No one, they let, like you said, I don't know where this false halo came from, but it's there and it's on his head. Oh yeah. Well, you know,
1: he didn't, if you you kind of look at some of our past GMs, they're already were at the bottom of the barrel. So in some ways, when you get a guy like this, he does look a little bit better. Only because in r- relation to the other guys, he has made a few good choices. Khalil Mack, pretty good uh, choice.
0: That was a trade, though. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I, it still counts. But
1: yeah, it still counts. Still counts.
0: You know. Um, okay. Well, let's let's just start now that we've gotten all that out of the way. Um, because it just the 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 off seasons of bad moves continue for him. Um, we've already voiced concern, and I'm very concerned that Nagy fits the Nagy's great. But how long does Nagy stick around? Like, who's gonna get more, more of a you know leadway GM or Nagy pace or Nagy? Because or I have a bad feeling that they both go, and I don't want Matt Nagy to go because I think he's an offensive genius. Oh, absolutely. I think his scheming is uh, just. But- extraordinary but listen
1: listen, he has taken this offense from beyond vanilla to exciting you're always you're always watching movement you're always watching people counter one another he's taking us from a very very predictable kind of offense to an unpredictable offense and it's
0: great it's it's great to a certain extent because now let's Let's just dive into it. Uh, The quarterback position, I think uh, this is my biggest fear of this whole entire season. I don't think he's average. I think if we had any decent play from him, we could have been in the Super Bowl because our defense is that damn good. My biggest problem is why everyone is not talking about he blew it in the playoffs. He had a poor game. I don't care that he went for 300 yards. I don't care. He didn't put up one offensive touchdown. He misses throws left and right. Now, this is his second year. My God, we better see some f- production. He's got to do better. He's got to play better. He can't just run around the pocket anymore. I, I'm in agreement. He's He has absolutely got
1: to do better. Now, if you look at it, he finished as the number 18 quarterback last year out of 32 teams. In essence... That in itself says he's pretty average, maybe even a little how, bit below how, average. How,
0: how is that saying you're average when there's thirty-two teams and you're eighteenth? That's not average. That's a little below bit, average. That's a little bit below,
1: just a tad, a little bit below.
0: You're eighteen with yeah. that defense, yeah. though. Well, I
1: know that you have that's... the
0: number one defense in your. So 18th. here,
1: here's here's what we got to look at this year, and here's the critical thing with him, Trubisky, going into the year. I'm not saying he's great. I want him to be great. But here's what, where I think he's at. This year, we have to watch and see if he can actually read defenses and respond in terms of play calling, changing the play. Last year, he just knew the plays. This year, is he able to integrate the plays in and put that integration back on the field? That's what we have to see.
0: Yeah, and... You said things that you want to see him work on. One of my biggest things is, you, you and I'll let you say your point, but m- one of my things that he needs to work on is just the accuracy. I oh, mean, my God, man. Dear Lord. People are wide open. Just yeah, throw them the that's, ball, man. That's the,
1: that's the most maddening thing about him is he will stand back there, and he's got a guy wide open. And he throws it five feet over his head.
0: Or, or to or, the left, the right. Or the right. It, yeah, It's 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 a wild card. I mean, it,
1: it, there is no doubt. You cannot watch him and not have some concerns about his inaccuracy at this point in time. So, one, is he able to adjust for the defense? And two, to your point, is he able to get be that accurate quarterback we want him to be?
0: Look, the fact is all the pieces of a puzzle are in place right now to go and get a Super Bowl. I, I, they're they're all there. You have the quarterback on his rookie salary. You have you know the running backs. We have weapons all over that field. We have Robinson. We have Miller. We have G- uh, Taylor Gabriel. We have everything ready to roll. We do. We 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 don't have a tight end. I mean that's that's one thing that needs to be addressed. But
1: well, can can we address that 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 next because. That, well, let's do it right now. That That's a pretty big thing. We kept four tight ends on the roster at this point in time, at least the last I looked. And we're pretty sure that Burton may not even start for the opener against the Packers. Um, so who really does that leave us with? I think mostly what we have on the field are blocking tight ends. That's a little yeah. bit of an issue.
0: Yeah. Especially, like think about where our offense stems from. Yeah, um, the Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. Then you have Doug Peterson that coaches with the Eagles. You have Zach Ertz, and the Chicago Bears have fill in the blank. Like N-
1: now, would I be happy if one of the guys steps up? Of course, I would. But at this point in time, I don't. I don't
0: see it. Uh, and and I'm the ultimate mm-hmm. optimist. And I don't see it. I mean, the, the you know that's my concern for the offense is just the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm yeah. The, everything's there. And the, the, and the players are there. The scheme is there. Everything's there. It's just on him now. Yeah.
1: And to be honest, the the tight end, it, it's a it's a an important position in some ways. In other ways, you've got teams that don't regularly use their tight ends and still become. You know, um, great teams. Yeah, but uh, there's that. That's I, one less no, weapon. It's one no, less weapon. I see,
0: and I'm going to disagree here because they use them because they use them in the style of their offense and the way our offense is set up and catered to is to where we do need a tight end to be successful.
1: So maybe one of the young guys steps up. Who knows? But I think that's a, that's a hole, and that's, that's yeah, what that's we're talking hole. about here. We're yeah. talking about what are, what are our concerns as we head into the, the season here against the Packers.
0: Well, the, you just kind of left me hanging on that one. I know I did, but that's okay. I, <laughs> I, I, it's like you were I, ending this. I, I was like, well, where I, am I going now? I have,
1: well, I have faith that you can kind of uh, yeah. recover from this and move on.
0: So let's talk about the defense. I don't have any big concerns other than Chuck Pagano. Yeah, i
1: I have some big concerns with Chuck Pagano only because, quite honestly, he took over a Baltimore defense that was already great. And now he's taking over a bear defense that's already great. And when your history is just taking over great defenses and they stay great, or they at least stay good... That's not putting much of your own stamp on the defense.
0: No, and we're and listen, I'm telling everyone right now, we're gonna statistically drop this year. Oh, yeah, we're gonna. We regress. might not even be in the top five. <clears throat> Hopefully, we'll be we, in the top ten.
1: We led the league in what twenty-seven takeaways last year.
0: Yeah, that's gonna go down. That
1: that that will that will be hard for that would be hard for
0: any team to do twice in a year. In yeah, fact, but, I'm, but, but what I'm, I'm not saying, sure any team has
1: done twenty-seven what takeaways saying, twice in a year. But,
0: but what I am saying is something completely different. You are talking about, I'm talking about overall. Like, don't be surprised if we're not in the top five in defense this year. Oh, I, I, that wouldn't surprise me. I think, but to a lot of people, if they're hearing this, they're going to go, what? What are you talking about? Oh,
1: well, there's a huge, well, okay, and that's a good clarification. You can still be in the top five defenses and not have 27 takeaways. All right, those two don't no, go hand in no, hand. No, no, they don't. But
0: what? I, well, yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is, look for our points per game to go up. Look for everything to go up. It's a new scheme. Yep. Players have to learn new things. Who knows how much Chuck Pagano is going to blitz? You know. Well, he
1: supposedly, when he was with the Colts, um, of course, he wasn't really the. the he was a head coach. He wasn't really the defensive coordinator, but they blitzed They blitzed Listen, a fair amount.
0: I'm not trying to be an asshole, but when he got leukemia and then he lost his job, well, he didn't lose his job, but Bruce Arians took over. Chuck Pagano didn't do shit, man. Chuck Pagano didn't do anything. He just sat back, had his whole team taken over by Bruce Arians. Arians, you know, morphed them into something really, really special and really good, and then... Chuck came in, the rest is history. He got fired. Yeah. So,
1: you know, that's two examples where Chuck Bacano has already ridden the coattails of others into the NFL. That's a little scary. Baltimore,
0: Colts. Hopefully he just uses us as a stepping stone and moves on. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I I mean, he's not Vic. Every every Bear fan out there knows
1: that that uh you know he's he's definitely not vic
0: yeah but i don't think well and i'm going to disagree with you there because i think a lot of fans are like i don't think they realize the importance of a coordinator of a defensive coach i really don't i think they're like ah you got you got great players plug and play plug and play that's not how that works no no that's
1: not how that works and and uh, i'm not so sure everyone understands that but you know,
0: here's the deal. No, I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying yeah. when you go, well, I'm pretty sure everyone understands. And I'm like, well, you know, you can't. A lot of people, you would, you, you, know, they say they're fans and then you talk to them and you sit them down and you're like, really? That's your opinion? Like, uh. yeah. Yeah. Because I think I honestly think a lot of people look at defense and like defensive lines and all that. And they go, well, you got the players. You don't need the coach. Need that, I remind mm-hmm. you of a certain Mel Tucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: We had players then too. Uh, for all of oh, those, oh, Vic who-
0: took over after Mel left with the same personnel. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and we went from dead last on defense up to eleventh in one year.
1: Yeah, coaching That's matters. Coaching, coaching absolutely matters, and just like leadership matters, coaching matters. And if you don't have leaders and you don't have great coaches, you can't, no matter how good your players are, you can't put everything together.
0: Well, and that's why the uh, Patriots are so damn good, because Bill Belichick, uh, he, he does hey, both.
1: Regardless whether you like Bill Belichick or not, he doesn't really care, but he's still a great coach.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, but, well, this speaks to my point where when people go, well, he, that you know, like if they look at it and they're like, well, you know, coach, doesn't matter for them because they lose the offensive and defensive coordinators all the time. Well, no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. Bill is a head coach who influences greatly on the defense and the offense. When he comes up with game plans, it's not just purely on the offense or purely on the defense. It's both. Yeah. And the coordinators will run stuff by him, and he'll be like, "No, we're not. We're doing it like this." He,
1: he is the master of taking talent and fitting it into his system, which is a system that works consistently.
0: Yeah, and you know what scares me is, um, are we going to blitz a lot with Chuck? We we don't know. So I, we don't know what we're getting into. Yeah, we into. don't know.
1: We don't know. We've got we've got a lot of talent. The question becomes for the defense this year is with chuck as the defensive coordinator will that talent translate onto the field and how far will we regress hopefully we not a lot but yeah we but will. don't be surprised but we will just don't be surprised yeah. that's all yeah. i'm saying nope
0: nope it's time for the offense to step up man oh they got to it, it,
1: this this if we don't step up this year when are we going to step up
0: we're not and man i'll tell you what Yeah, oh, God, I get so scared going down this rabbit hole. If Trubisky has another year like he did last year, I'm telling you, man, people are going to think, oh, yeah, just give him another year. Just give him another year. Can't give someone another year. You got to cut the cord. To me, this is his last and final year. I don't care what people say. You look at Patrick Mahomes, and they're like, oh, well, that's Patrick Mahomes. Well, no, that's not just Patrick Mahomes. There's other people in the league, too and they have been there and have come and gone. So you're talking Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, you're talking Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. That was, you know, there, uh, all they're like, Oh, well they're just once in a line. They're not that rare. They're, they're, they're not that rare. Look, can we be honest? The rare Tom Brady is very rare. Yeah. He's He's I've never seen anybody like him, but to sit here and say, Oh, well we can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's so hard to find a good quarterback excuses. It's excuses because he's either good or not. My problem is I think people make up these excuses if the quarterback's good or not and how long is because they hold on to him, right? He's like spoiled eggs or spoiled milk, you know? They keep trying to use it past the exploration day, and then guess what? Well, you're doing that, you're missing missing out on the other people that are coming in, the other crops. I think
1: think that's well said, man.
0: I mean, look, look... I'm going to be completely honest. I don't want to fall into the Tannehill situation. Oh, absolutely! That is the worst. What
1: once you get into that cycle where you're constantly recycling quarterbacks through your system, well, it but, is but, just.
0: But Miami didn't. That that's what I'm more well, afraid oh, of. I see where you're going. You're basically There's saying. It, oh, I, I get exactly where you're going. Still, it's the, in, no, in Miami, they're still asking the question, is Ryan Tannehill good? And now he plays for Tennessee. So, so, That's a scary position. He wasted eight years down there not right, winning. It's what I call the
1: quarterback potential dilemma. Oh, he's got such potential. It ha- didn't oh, show I this know. year, but it is going to come about next year. And it's and Ryan Tannehill was the poster child for the quarterback potential.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying with Trubisky, right? Everyone goes, he has the potential. We'll give him another year in the offense. Okay, Mahomes sat for one year, and then he came in and lit the whole league on fire. Okay, and they're like, well, you know, it's because he knew the offense. Okay, well, I'm not asking Trubisky to be Patrick Mahomes. I'm asking Trubisky to be fucking halfway decent.
1: So newsflash, I heard Trubisky was working on his no-look pass this year.
0: Oh God he let's focus with both eyes open, please he can't even throw it regular I he can't do a no look so I'm not like i, I just get upset when people compare that because there's that you do need to compare because we did miss out on Patrick Mahomes we actually treated up to get someone else when we could have got Mahomes now you know everyone's like oh you know you hit or miss you hit or miss yeah yeah that's fine I understand where everyone's coming from. I,
1: I think any Bears fan worth his weight in salt, gold, whatever you want to call it, knows this year that in their heart,
0: if Trubisky
1: doesn't do it this year, that we've just hooked our wagon uh, and, and to the and wrong again, star. Now,
0: you know what? I totally disagree with you. I have talked to Bears fans. They are so high on him. It is insane. I am not kidding you. Okay,
1: then... So, then Listen, we then have to get some of those fellow Bear fans off that Kool-Aid. Whatever they're drinking, that is not real, okay?
0: This, but they think it is. I'm telling you, man, go out and talk to someone about Trubisky, who's a Bears fan. Oh, they're like, oh, man, he's going to get it down this year. He's going to be so good, blah, blah. No, he's not. I want him to be so good. But you know, there's a difference. You know, wish in one hand shit in the other. we we'll see which one fills up faster. I mean, seriously. Your grandpa
1: would be proud of you for that one. I
0: mean, I'm, I'm being dead serious here in that aspect. Is It's the same argument you brought up earlier where you go, oh, potential. Fuck potential. If it's not there, it's not there. Potential is just a made up excuse for someone being shit. Okay.
1: So I so mean maybe I can buy my job for another year because my draft pick has potential?
0: Yeah, exactly. What I'm trying to say is, and then you look at it, right? So you look at Trubisky and you go, oh, well, he has potential, potential, he'll get there, he'll learn this. No. Cause and then when like I get what you're saying, when you're like, I really want him to be good. Well, you want, but you know, because you've already seen. That he's not. So don't, we're not going to have to sit here and have the same argument where we sit here and we go, well, I wish he was better. Well, yeah, I wish we won a fucking Super Bowl, too. Yeah. Like, you know what well, I mean? Well,
1: it, it comes down to, isn't it the old axiom, trust your eyes? Trust your eyes what you see.
0: Yeah, I, and I, I completely agree with that. But, like, as a fan base right now, I think the majority of us and I am speaking off experience, they, they live and they ride the excuse coattails for yeah. Trubisky. I, 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 think,
1: I think there's that group out there. I wonder if, if one of the things we can do too is, is, is wrap things up with Trubisky's. Talk about some of the new people that have joined the, the Bears team that I'm kind of excited about.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's fine. You just kind of jumped the gun there a little bit. Well, that's that's, do- what I,
1: that's what I'm good at, jumping the gun.
0: Well, I wasn't done yet. What I was going to say is we need to stop with the potential. I don't want to hear potential anymore. I don't want to hear it because it doesn't matter. How does one guy pick up the, a very similar offense quicker than the other person? Like, it's the NFL, man. It's your job to study the playbook. If he comes out this year, I, here's my thing with the playbook, and this is what I really wanted to get to. I understand that it, the playbook is hard, right? And it is complicated. Cherbisky, to me, showed no signs that he did not know the playbook last year. I think he has the whole thing down, and that's what scares me because he's just not performing well. I don't think it has anything to do with scheme. I don't think it has anything to do with playbook. Because what Matt Nagy is doing is unbelievable. If you look downfield, if you watch from certain angles, you're like, oh my God, look how many people are open. But Trubisky is staring down one person. Well, there's some real truth to that.
1: And and this is why this year is going to be so very, very important. There's there's a huge difference between being able to call the play and being able to call the play, get out of the play, and then go through your receiving options. And let's face it, he wasn't going through his receiving options. He was looking and staring down his number one receiver or the, his slot receiver. He was not going through all of his progressions.
0: All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Well, I just want to say I'm tired of talking potential. All right. He should, you know, there's only so much potential you can have. Like, you know, and that potential, again, it's just an excuse. Yeah. Who says that? Oh, he's got a lot of potential. Yeah. Yeah. And then he doesn't go anywhere. Well... Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I think that's all it comes down to.
1: I think we beat that Trubitsky dog pretty good.
0: Yeah. Well, it's truth because if people wouldn't shut their mouths about it, then we wouldn't have this conversation. And I know I sound a little hostile there, and that's because I fucking am because, like I said, it doesn't make sense. Like That's like me going, man, I really have a potential to get a raise at work. I have some potential for a raise, and then I never get a raise. Yeah. But I, yeah, he had potential, though. Remember that. Well, technically, Get you here. technically
1: you and I both have potential to win the lottery this weekend. Exactly, potential. Yep,
0: See we how got stupid it. Stupid potential. Is. So, who are speaking, you excited about? Speaking
1: of winning, winning the lottery, I I am really high on David Montgomery. I think I loved, oh I loved, God. I loved him. I loved him coming out of Iowa. I think he is a wonderful back. I think he's got wonderful uh footwork um he's elusive i'm not saying he's going to be in the hall of fame i'm not crowning him at this point in time but i am saying i'm very very thrilled with the player that we've got and if we've got to replace jordan howard with someone i really really like this young kid that's all i'm saying not i'm not crowning him yet
0: okay but see what you just did there if we have to replace with Jordan Howard, this is a good replacement. Well, I thought Jordan Howard didn't fit our system. So I'm we're say- getting a similar type?
1: I'm saying, no. I'm saying he, he's a different He's a different um, runner than Jordan Howard. He really is. If you watch the kid, he's a very different runner than Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, north-south runner. This kid is can be a north and south runner, but this kid's got a lot more lateral moves than Jordan Howard did. This kid's got some real pizzazz to him that jordan howard did, doesn't have in his but you in the peripheral part of his game
0: you don't so you think he's going to be more of an impact than cohen yeah i i really do i think that's, i think they're very different i think they're very different
1: players and let me let me clarify that no, but i know i know Co- cohen is is an elite player in this way is that when you put cohen in the right slot in our um uh receiver core, even though he's a running back, when you put him in the slot, you sometimes put him in the backfield. The kid has got so much elusiveness and so much talent. And the way he fits into the Nagy system is very, very different than the way Montgomery is going to fit into this system. Okay, They're going to be used totally different. And that's Matt Nagy's brilliance, is the ability to take these players and use them in the right format for their skill set.
0: But you're saying Mountgomery's going to have a bigger impact. I'm saying
1: I'm saying he's going to get more carries this year than Cohen. And and he'll probably get more targets than Cohen. That's what I'm saying this year. Yes.
0: Well, we'll see. I mean, that's all we can do is wait and find out. Yep. Anyone else you're excited about or?
1: Uh, you know um, we didn't get to see this kid much, but uh, what's his name Ridley? Um, yeah, from, yeah uh,
0: he's Calvin's brother. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, Did't get to see him much. I'm kind of interested in in, uh, in the talent, but um, you know, I think he's one that I'm only excited about him from what he could be, not so much in what he is
0: right now. Right. I always have to go with, I'm excited about HaHa Clinton-Dix. I know we, we didn't draft him, but we picked him up in free agency. And I, I don't know why we only signed him to a one-year deal, but you know, hopefully if he has a good season, we can lock him down. But that that's an exciting yeah. prospect, too, for me.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I, I'm i kind of excited about Whitehair getting paid. He just landed a nice uh, deal with the Bears. They paid him. The kid's been a stud. Right.
0: Yeah. Ever since we got him, huge success.
1: Yeah. Ever since we got him, he he's been a stud. So, um, you know, he's he's one of the key pieces moving forward in that offensive line. And if we're going to be good, we got to have good people um, in there. So, um, those are those are the players I'm excited about.
0: Uh, All right. Well, let's switch gears here and focus. I mean, I don't want to say keys to the game or anything like that because, you know, first game of the season, it's really hard. It is. First game's... uh, I don't know what Matt LaFleur is bringing to Green Bay. I don't know the offense. It's going to be a different style. I think... uh, I don't know, man. This game's going to be weird. I think I... I, Okay, let me ask you a question because I keep stuttering over myself. Do you think... That they we're playing this, does it worry you that we're playing this game too early? Because it's yeah. a big game and then we're opening it, the Packers again. It, it does. Two it, years in it, a row it, now. It
1: does. I, w- I would have much rather. I get it's the 100th anniversary of the NFL. I get it that these two franchises are the oldest franchises in the NFL. I understand why we would open up the season. I would be much more comfortable playing these Green Bay Packers if we had three or four weeks of film on them. And played them three or four weeks down, you know, in October yeah, or something like that. Because like
0: last year you had Mike McCarthy, so they, the offense isn't going to change that much. Or they, they're going to do some stuff different. But now you bring in Matt LaFleur and you have no idea what is coming at you. Here's what I think is going to happen I think they brought
1: in a coach that Aaron Rodgers can manipulate, for lack of a better word. And I think Aaron's going to throw the heck out of the ball this year. I think it is going to move last year they did kind of a fifty fifty run pass. I think this year you're looking at a seventy five twenty five split
0: I, b- I believe it man I, I think we gotta be ready and uh, uh yeah i i th- I think hey, like go- I, I said, think they're though, gonna air the ball out against us like I said though like i you can say all this stuff, but who knows we don't I we mean, don't it's, we don't it's too early to tell like you can. You can pick up on, hey, this is what they need to do. This is what they need to do. But if we sit here and say, hey, this is how, I mean, would you do the generic stuff, right? Like yeah. they, they all do. If we can get to the quarterback, then we'll, well, that's every that's every game. Well, the other the other
1: big thing some of the talking heads out there are really talking about is, oh, Green Bay, they put all this money into their defense. Their defense is really going to step up this year. I think they were 27th. And and points scored ag- against their defense last year, you know, not very good. I, what do you think? You you think they really did such a great job in investing in that defense? No,
0: no, they got Amos from us. That's about it. I, I'm not concerned about their defense at all. Again, I'm more concerned about our offense. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all we can really do to break down the game. Let's just you got a prediction for the game.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm predicting uh Bears win. Uh it's a close one, 24-21. We win on a field goal by our new kicker.
0: I want us to win. I go with loss. I go 28 to 14. Oh. Think, I think we oh. get I think we get hurt. I think uh I think it's going to be close for a while. I think our offense is not going to be able to get going because I'm not a believer in Mitchell Trubisky. I think our defense is going to get worn out and tired, and that's when Rodgers is going to pile on. Well, let's hope not. I think we might I mean, with that new defense and a new coordinator. I don't know, man. I, You know what? I'll take that back, but I'll lower it down to 21-14. 21-14, though.
1: I say we win 24-21, and like I said, the new field goal kicker,
0: god he, i, he wins no. I don't want to win by a field goal i want I Trubisky win. to finish a drive i want i know i that i know what you're gonna say you just want to win i do too but i don't that's a lie i want trubisky to do something i want him to finish the drive i want the ball to be in his hands at the end and i want him to go down the field and do what we see great quarterbacks yeah. do you know
1: what that would feel good tyler
0: that would feel good. We need good. to see what great quarterbacks do because he has not given us one game-winning moment yet. Not one. Yeah, where he puts the – This is what we were talking
1: about right before the podcast is he. he's yet to put the, the team on his shoulders and carry them down the field and make that drive for the win. And actually, I take it back. I would love to see that. That would be the perfect win.
0: I don't want to end with a kicker. I don't want to do this whole thing No, either. I, I –
1: I, I, I get it. I get it. I just wanted to win, but I would love to see I'll a drive take a win winning win. i either
0: way we go, but I, I think it, for to go forward on the season, it's better if we have Trubisky close it out, or it's not even close, and we don't have to have him do that. But oh. I don't want to win by a field goal. I yeah. don't, that, that's just going to leave such a sour taste in your mouth, and I know people are like, what do you mean? It's a division game. It's the first one of the year, and we win by a field goal. What do you mean sour taste? Because it's the playoffs all over again. It's us not finishing drives. It's not us getting the ball into the end zone. And that, that stuff lingers on. Like, it's very easy to get exposed. It's very easy for teams to hide quarterbacks with great defense, and that's what I feel like we're doing. So here's the here's the one thing. Let's say it, Trubisky
1: drives, puts the team on his back like we've always wanted him to, does a wonderful drive down the field, Marches them down, throws the TD for a touchdown. Where you at with Trubisky after that? I don't know.
0: The season's still young. All right. Yeah, you can't one game. That's I an mean, honest.
1: That's an honest response. Well, it's
0: one game, so you know where was Rex Grossman in September? He was the hottest quarterback ever. Now where is he? Okay, so it's one game. Yeah. You know we haven't seen though him do anything or step up to the plate. I mean. So so just, just asking, just inquiring,
1: how often and how consistent would he need to do that for you to become a believer?
0: He needs to throw at least 30 touchdowns and under 10 interceptions this year.
1: And then you're a believer?
0: No, I'm not a believer. We'll see how it goes. We'll see where those come from. It, it, stats are one thing, man. You can't put together and say, "Oh, now you're a believer." No, I'm never going to be a believer, Trubisky. Not until I mean, he could win a Super Bowl. Uh, it still doesn't make me a believer. Then you're just you go from the Ryan Tannehill situation to the Joe Flacco situation. He doesn't have what it takes, man. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm throwing it all out there. We can wish and hope and want, but the fact of the matter is, he doesn't have it in him. It's I'm, not there.
1: I'm in a different place than you. I think he might have what it takes, and we haven't seen it yet.
0: <laughs> see, that's that classic, oh, he might. Here we go. It's his fourth year. He's going into his fourth year. I mean, if he can't get it together now, man, there's too many pieces around him, man. I let's, mean, look let's... at Mahomes. He had no defense last year. He was literally winning them games by just gunslinging. I mean, and I uh...
1: So we shall see should be the motto for this year. We shall see.
0: He just needs to play great. Like when I say uh, 30 touchdowns and under 10 interceptions, where do those touchdowns come from? Does he throw six in one game again? Does he have what it takes? It's it's all stats are just stats. I want to see game winning drives. It happens every year. I want Trubisky to be that fucking quarterback who sits there. That motherfucker who gets the ball, and you know, everyone in that stadium's pissed because he got the ball. Like when Aaron Rodgers gets the ball, or Tom Brady, and there's seconds left, and you go, oh, shit. Oh, no, he's got got the the ball ball again. Be that. Yeah, that would be awesome. That That would be awesome. Because even Russell Wilson has that. You cannot not name a quarterback who plays in this league that is steps and leaps and pounds above him that has done that who who has done stuff like that he has not yet and he's going into four seasons how long do we just let him coast no i think i think that's
1: a i think that's a really good good way to put it good way to wrap things up
0: all right well with that being said we have reached our episode time limit there's no limit i'm we're just getting out of here i'm i'm tired of talking about this i just want to see how the game goes we'll be back. We'll have another episode. We'll break it down. We'll have it out on Saturday. So, where we we're going to watch the game and see what happens.
1: Go Bears.
0: Well, you just blew that. I knew you'd probably forget and we should have probably rehearsed, but remember, it's always a good time when you Oh Go my b- god. Oh my god. <laughs> how long How long do <sighs> I have You know what? We're just going to end it. Just say it. Go bears. No, you're supposed to say bear down. All right, we'll talk to you later.